0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is I, your less than humble co-host of Swanton Pod. I am the dad bod, Matt Knight, your pious pontificator of pro-wrestling prophecy, past pugilists, and parsimonious proclamations. Tonight I open this episode with a heavy heart, as I have just learned that legendary WWF referee Dave Hebner has passed away at the ripe old age of 73 years old. Dave and his twin brother Earl Hebner both worked as referees, and I remember them both fondly from the Attitude Era. Rest in peace, Dave. Boy, oh boy, the last few weeks have been wrought with controversy in the pro wrestling world. From MJF burying Tony Khan on a hot mic promo, to Jeff Hardy's arrest for alleged driving while impaired, and possibly the biggest story to break came just two short days ago about Vince McMahon paying $3 million in hush money to an employee over an alleged affair. I'll get into all this up ahead. The Sportster reports, MJF, also known as Maxwell Jacob Friedman, did not appear on AEW programming this week, leaving the wrestling world to wonder what's next for the 26-year-old. On last week's edition of AEW Dynamite, MJF cut a blistering pipe bomb promo in which he called out his many critics and AEW president and CEO Tony Khan. At the end of the promo, the 26-year-old wrestler asked Khan to fire him. That obviously hasn't happened, and it's anybody's guess what will happen next.
1: I'm better than you, and you know
0: it. AEW has since pulled all MJF merchandise from their online shop, and he's no longer listed on the company roster. Furthermore, the company removed MJF from their television intros. You're fired. What? In the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer noted that there's nothing new on the MJF front since his skating promo. Meltzer added that MJF's AEW contract definitely goes through at least January 1, 2024. Regarding the decision to remove MJF merchandise, Meltzer explained that AEW is looking at short-term money and this is a long game play and that the company wants people to think that he's gone. So I called it in the beginning, also was wrong and I called the Cody Rhodes thing a work, but this one it's pretty obvious that it's a work. So what are my thoughts? The promo was too much too soon. Um, I think that it was a dead giveaway at reimagining CM Punk's notorious pipe bomb uh, back in his WWE days. They should have stretched it out like they did the Julia Hart storyline that so far has offered little to no actual payoff. I'm interested to see what they do with this as far as online and backstage, because as we, uh, most of us know who pay attention to the, the wrestling vlogs, the uh, Ethan Page vlog, Sammy Guevara's vlog, he doesn't, MJF doesn't participate in any of that stuff. So it's, uh, it's I guess it's going to be a waiting game to see what is actually going to happen with, with this storyline. Um, hopefully it will have a bigger payoff than whatever they're doing with Julia Hart. So, I wanted to wait to hear what Vincent Kennedy McMahon had to say at the start of tonight's episode of SmackDown before I spoke on the subject. As it turns out, this was a massive waste of time because Vince came out in true Vince fashion, strutting down the ramp like the cock of the walk. Pun intended, if you know the story before I speak on it. He gets in the ring, grabs a mic, and what did he say? Nothing. A big, fat nothing burger. I hope you guys wanted a hamburger for dinner because you got a big, fat, nothing burger. Obviously, an evil genius, this was nothing more than a ratings ploy to try to capitalize off a bad situation. But hey, the guy's a genius, and I would honestly expect nothing less. Well, uh, maybe in this culture of accountability and the Me Too movement, I would have expected him to take the high road for once, but that just isn't what happened. For those of you who don't know, On Wednesday, the Wall Street Journal reported that Mr. McMahon agreed to pay a secret $3 million settlement to an employee with whom he was said to have had an affair, and that the board had been investigating since April. The investigation unearthed other non-disclosure agreements involving claims of misconduct by Mr. McMahon, as well as good old Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, who is also, if you didn't know, stepfather to not one, but both of the Bella Twins. A lawyer for Mr. McMahon told the journal that the employee had not made any claims of harassment against Mr. McMahon and that he used personal funds to pay the settlement. Vince announced that he will step down as CEO. However, the CEO role is staying in the family. McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon, will take over as interim chairwoman and CEO, while Vince still remains head of creative and entertainment. Basically, running the company while Stephanie is just serving as a placeholder for the CEO role. Stephanie McMahon said in May that she was pulling back from the bulk of her duties as a WWE executive to spend more time with her family. The appointment is a signal that the power structure won't change even as Vince steps back, according to the person familiar with the matter. It is also speculated that John Laurinaitis will be Vince's fall guy and his position as head of talent relations terminated due to budget cuts. With these allegations coming out, I want to congratulate a veteran wrestler we have here in the Carolinas. As far as I've heard, in his close to four decades in the ring, he has remained controversy-free, other than his notoriously long promos and cheap heat he gets from the crowd. And boy, does he get cheap heat like no one else. That's Mr. George South, for those of you who are initiated. Go to Amazon and grab his book titled, Dad, You Don't Work, You Wrestle. It's a good read. About his life and his faith in Christ. I'm sure more details will be uncovered in the coming weeks about the allegations against Vince McMahon and Johnny Ace, but for now, it looks like WWE is mostly remaining positive, or at least that's what they'd like you to think based on Vince's attitude and what he did tonight, coming out and basically saying that, you know, there are four words that then we're then, we're now, we're forever, we're better together. The sad thing is that real life is better than any storyline they've been able to write in the past five to seven years. And, of course, Twitter had some reactions to this massive story. Former WWE diva Maria Kanellis tweeted the following about this. Isn't this disrespectful to the women hurt in this situation? It's not a joke. WWE's company culture of fear and abuse of power is not a joke. On April 30th, former WWE superstar Nia Jax tweeted the following. It's a shame. Some people deserve to get the opportunity to shine like the star they really are. But unfortunately, certain higher-ups can never see past their own perverted ways. Too bad there aren't the lucky ones who can use blackmail to keep their jobs. Asterix, random tweet, asterix. So it's possible that uh, Nia Jax knew a little bit of, of this and was trying to create some foreshadowing after her release. According to Fightful Select, some people in WWE sensed that something was going on. Sources that we've spoken to even indicated that the relationship between Vince McMahon and the paralegal was suspected by many in the company and indicated that she was given a substantial promotion around the time of the April 2021 WWE cuts. We're told specifically she was promoted from John Laurinaitis' assistant to a director role that spring. Her salary was increased from $100,000 to $200,000. Just a small increase for no reason at all. And then we have none other than Ryback. Ryan Reeves, Twitter's favorite wrestling aficionado, possibly the self-proclaimed most educated man in pro wrestling and bodybuilding. (coughs) Ryback tweeted, So glad I chose not to sign at WWE at Vince McMahon's shitty NDA on their shitty settlement. Can't wait to win my Ryback trademark and bring further light to WWE's corrupt ways and how they manipulate almost all talent on their lopsided contracts. Glad I also didn't fuck Vince. Throw up emoji, hashtag hungry. Ryback, I'm glad you didn't fuck Vince either. That would probably have been the most exciting storyline that you've ever been in. And I'm not talking shit because I thought you were a crappy wrestler. You're just a crappy person online, brother. I enjoyed your time in WWE. I thought the Feed Me More gimmick was pretty damn entertaining. But uh, you're just kind of fucking stupid, dude. Um, And I'm usually positive, but you're just, you're a trash human being and everybody knows it. And we're going to get into the last one, which is the one who's... Closer to my heart and home state, as uh, many of you listeners know, I am in North Carolina, the Winston-Salem area more specifically, and our podcast is called The Swanton Pod. It's named after Jeff Hardy's finishing move. And if you've seen any news this week, you'll have seen the news about Jeff Hardy's arrest for a DUI in Florida. Oh, Jeff, not again. So on Monday, Jeff Hardy was arrested and now faces three charges. This happened in the morning. The three charges, including his third arrest for driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol in the past 10 years, Hardy was arrested in Volusia County, Florida, according to online records. That charge, along with driving with a suspended license and violating restrictions placed on his driver's license, continues a long history of legal troubles and drug and alcohol-related incidents for Hardy. Hardy was arrested twice in 2019 while a member of the WWE locker room. Once for public intoxication in July and a DUI in October, WWE sent Hardy to rehab after the incidents. AEW President Tony Khan acknowledged Hardy's arrest in a statement posted on Tuesday. Khan stated that Hardy is open to AEW-assisted treatment for substance abuse. Hardy is suspended without pay and can resume performing in AEW only once he completes a treatment program. We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon, Khan said. AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. I have seen a ton of memes and negativity about this story online and I've even poked a little bit of satirical fun myself. Negativity is not my goal with this story. I personally have experienced issues with substance abuse and have had close friends that weren't able to beat their demons. I hope this isn't the case for Jeff. I admire Tony Khan's stance and his willingness to get Jeff the help he needs. Hell, Tony has a great relationship with Dallas Page, and that man has been able to work miracles for the likes of Scott Hall and Jake Roberts. While the situation with Jeff is bad, it could always be worse. That's not a cop-out for me to say. With any situation generally, it could always be worse. However, with this situation, Jeff was arrested at gunpoint. The video is on TMZ and plastered all across the internet. You see the officers with their guns drawn as they remove Hardy from the car. Luckily, he wasn't belligerent and didn't hurt anybody while operating the vehicle. If the past two weeks proves anything, it's that CEOs and pro wrestlers are people just like you and I. Everyone is flawed, and everyone can move forward from their mistakes. It's their own decision. It's only time that can tell. That's one reason why this sport is so damn great. Pro wrestling truly is for everyone. Until next time, you marks. I'm the dad bod, Matt Knight. Don't have extramarital relationships. Try not to drink and drive It's hotter than a hoochie coochie out there So if you you drink, don't drive Do the watermelon crawl That's some country music references From here in the Carolinas Once again Go check out amlwrestling.com For their latest events They have a big one coming up here On the 26th of the month And then another one In I believe August 28th Featuring FTR Pro Wrestling Gods, those guys. Anyway, you'll learn to sell.
1: I run through the money. The will be calling Left on my blessings. I feel like I'm falling. The 30 is back. Tell me I'm garbage. I'm going through something. That's why I ain't calling. Phone in progression. It's all that I wanted. A four in affection. I summon and dub it. Why you be all in my line about nothing? Why won't you go get you a dollar or something? Don't hang with a nigga who line for nothing. I see that we different you ride and I double. I don't do discussions on bragging by hundreds. Don't go to your places. I know that they sunkin'. Don't call me your brother, I barely could trust it. I talk to a short. She bagging the bugging, and I'ma need all of my dollars on Corpus. So hand me the money, I divvy the pie. I'ma give all of my people a portion to build them a fortune. I'm flipping the ride. I can't be mixy when iffy the vibe. And 40 on 50 is really the time. Why are you all on my phone like you want me? Like you wasn't pushing the kid to the side. I don't know if you bitches are thinking I'm blind. Cross on my crosses and dot on my eyes. Done with your efforts, I'm dealing with pressures. I know it's a lesson, that's worth it the wise. Dubbing the mixes, I'm mixing. I know I've been missing, I needed some personal time. Fuck all the pitches, dimensions. I don't with your digits, I mean it, I'm staying inside. Cause bitch I, I got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems I solve 'em. I run through the money, the will be calling. Left on my blessings, I feel like I'm falling. The birdie is back. Tell me I'm garbage. I'm going through something, that's why I ain't calling. Phone in progression, it's all that I wanted. the foe in affection, I summon and dub it. Cause bitch I got problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on problems on <laughs> I solve them I run through the money, the pressure be calling. Left on my blessings, I feel like I'm falling. The birdie is back. Tell me I'm garbage. I'm going through something, that's why I ain't calling. Phone in progression, it's all that I wanted. A foe in affection, I summon and dub it.